and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, your host one half of the quarter and full of fat podcast and i am back like i never left with the first installment of money mindset yes this is the new the new title i don't know if this is a good title will i change this title probably not because my creativity on these type of things even though it is high i just this is all i could think of Instead of Wealth Wednesday, which all this is, is Wealth Wednesday, just rebranded so that I can drop this whenever I want to. Still going to drop it on Wednesday because why not? But now whenever I need to drop an episode, my need to, something that, you know, kind of fire happens. It's like, yo, let me just record today and drop it. I wasn't, when I say wasn't able to, as if I dropped every Wealth Wednesday on a Wednesday because I dropped sometimes on Thursday and Friday or didn't drop at all. Regardless, now I will be able to just go ahead and drop an episode all right let me hold on give me one second oh there, there we go i was like make sure the mic is still working all right so we got my money mindset up this is season one episode one we're gonna keep track of it like this as well but look it's the same thing you already know what to do comment like share subscribe i'm joining with the flu game right now i ain't been sick since i got that jab for from the panorama and i'm not like sick sick but i got that drainage so i got that nasally you know voice i got the soreness Shout out to Cam and Mace. It is what it is. I don't got the, the sore throat. Cam and Mace make you think about everything you say now. The sore throat is pretty much gone, but now I'm still a little bit nasally. Yesterday and the day before, I was getting my ass kicked on New Year's. Regardless, we hear comment, like, share, subscribe. Don't ask where the pinned comment is at for my information as well as my co-host Jordan information. It's in the description right now, all right? Jordan, stop stalling Jay on socials. I'm silent underscore Corey on socials. All right. Jordan business page, finally fit.live, 5.30 a.m. for the Monday and Wednesday virtual training sessions. All right. 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I already told y'all what I was talking about this episode. See, I'm not even like giving y'all prep. Shout out to the first time listeners because I told y'all we was going to talk about student loans. Now, I had a student loan article queued up, but it wasn't that big of a deal because I already told y'all what was going to happen. When the student loans started back up, I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. It's probably going to be mayhem, a.k.a. chaos. Yes, it was mayhem and chaos. So, I mean, I'm glad they did an article on me saying what was already going to happen. However, right before the new year, some information came out about how many people made their payments or should I say lack thereof from a payment standpoint. So we're going to get into the payments today. All right, y'all. And we're going to get into the chaos situation and break it down as far as what happened when the student loans started back up. But before we get started, this is your first time listening. You don't know what I'm about to say, but if it is not, you already know what I'm about to say. Don't sue me. Sue your mama. This is for entertainment purposes only. Myself, no Jordan, our finance or fitness professionals. Anything you hear on here is for entertainment purposes only. And you need to seek a professional out and do your own research before taking any action. All right, y'all, let's get started. Student loans, you know, is this my favorite topic? Probably because... I've done the longest episode between you know myself and Jordan, the student loan episode, the live stream last year, going into last, going into this, going into 2023, and then in 2022 was the lot longest episode we've ever recorded between the both of us. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. First, we're gonna go to Old Faithful, CNNBC, and talk about what happened when the student loan started back up. Yes, if you didn't know, it wasn't gonna start back up smoothly, but hey. Let's get some data. Let's get an article, article, article more reputable than myself. Even though I, I would say I'm pretty reputable now with the internet timestamp. Shout out to Gary V. All right, inaccurate bills, hours on the phone, student loan borrowers re-enter a very messy system. I can't wait to see what kind of data we see. I know some people got bills 
that were like almost for their whole damn balance. Like it was bad. This is by Annie Nova and Jared Middlevich, Mitchovich, Middlevich. All right. And so again, this is earlier in 2023. So October 22nd. All right. Biden administration restarted student loan bills for 40 million Americans this month. I wouldn't just put it on the Biden administration per se. Right here, I go already critiquing the article. The Trump administration put the student loans in Paul, uh, in forbearance, the pandemic type of forbearance. And then the Biden administration inherited it. So they could either continue extending the forbearance, which they did not put in place, or right, they could they could put it back on. Excuse me for the podcast listeners. I'm taking more breaks than normal. Again, I'm 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 not under the I guess I'm like right under the weather, but you know, I keep stay I stay hydrated, I keep drinking. All right. So far the transition is proving painful for many bars. Oh, I wonder if somebody could have said, hey, when these student loans kick back on, it's going to be a mess. Oh, wait. I already said that. Here we go. Look at Vice President Harris. And that's, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's um, Secretary of Education. Oh, here we go. His name here, Miguel Cardona. I, I knew it was a Hispanic name, but I didn't want to, you know, say that. And then it wasn't because I'd look bad on the internet forever. All right. Amberly Mc. Let's just go with Amberly McGahey. 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 A Liberian in Pennsylvania was not worried about the restart of student loan payments. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I told you I don't read this article ahead of time. She was because she was done with her debt. Oh no, no. Or she thought she was. Oh, let's. Oh no. Yes, and for those who never listened before, I do not read these articles ahead of time. As you can see, in August she applied. Why would you apply for the public student loan forgiveness with her loan? Okay, she applied with Mohila. Mohila not gonna forgive you alone. They don't want to go to court saying, "Hey, we can't have this done." Even though they, they didn't go to court, but you know that district, whatever that uh, district is that they're in, I think it's four. No, they're in six. I don't know. Whatever district they're in that the state of Missouri is in, they're the ones who really got this kicked up at the federal level to the Supreme Court. The PSFL program, all right, it allows you to get forgiveness after 120 payments, aka 10 years, at least 10 years. Okay. Amberly thought that was going to happen. They were her information was reviewed by CNBC, and it shows that she made 125 qualifying payments. Who cares if you think you how many qualifying payments you made when you apply for this forgiveness, the public student loan forgiveness, and you don't get it? It don't. It, it doesn't matter at all. They don't give a damn how many qualifying payments you made. Who cares if you made 125? They still don't forgive your stuff. She got sent a bill for $625 due on October 7th. Good God. The payment started back up October 1st. They said in six days, we need almost $700 from you, Amberly. I panicked. She's 36 years old. So that means she's roughly been paying these student loans since she was 26. She didn't make 125 payments. Since she was 26. And that roughly shakes out because being that she's a librarian, she might have went and got her master's. Why do you need to get a master's to be a librarian? I don't know. I thought they might have teach people this anymore. But when I was growing up in school, not that I'm old, right? I'm 30, but be 31 this year, but I am a 90s baby. They when we went to the library, they showed us how to find books. Now I'm not saying librarians don't do a whole bunch of stuff, but what do they do to require you to get a master's? And that's really the conversation. As look, we're talking about student loans. Can, can I actually get through an article when we talk about student loans? We need to, regardless of pricing, right? It is what it is. At the end of the day, the colleges do not force people to go to college, right? They can set their price, whatever they want to be. There's a reason that private institutions usually cost the most because they're private and not publicly funded. 
and hey, you want to set that price, you want to set that price. You don't have to pay for a Honda Accord. Not, I mean, you don't have to pay for Mercedes-Benz. You can get a Honda Accord. And not to mention, in the student loan episode that I did, I showed that tuition, which is all you have to pay, you know, and some other fees, but tuition, which is what you pay to actually get your degree, room and board, meal plan, things like that. You do not need to pay those things to get your degree. Tuition still does not cost that much. You can get a college degree for under $50,000. And probably under $40,000, maybe even under twenty, dollars if you choose to go to a community college route and then transfer to a four-year degree with all your credits from a community college. College is probably still on a tuition basis, less than $30,000 at your state school. And considering, I believe, only North Dakota and South Dakota, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island, I believe those are only the handful of states whose state school is not D1 single A. I mean, it's not, you know, the big large school, Maryland, the schools, University of Maryland, all the state schools are named after the state as you can imagine, but you no, know, Utah, Pac-12, I believe they're still in the Pac-12. I don't know, they keep doing all this, changing all the schools around for the conferences, but Hawaii and maybe Alaska. I don't, I don't know if Alaska has a state school, but I mean, if you think about the state that you live in, you likely have a pretty large state school. If it's not, it's probably the biggest school in the state you live in. University of Georgia, University of Alabama. Shout out to what Georgia did to Florida State. Florida, not Florida State, right? Some states even have multiple, you know, quote-unquote state schools, but some of them have higher tuition, right? University of, you know, Mississippi, Ole Miss, uh, Virginia, West Virginia. Like, they're all just, just, name, just say whatever state you're in, and it's likely that school, when you look at that tuition, is probably going to run you max, Anywhere from five to eight thousand dollars a semester, which is going to be from ten to sixteen thousand dollars a year. And again, if you take the community college route and then switch over and just go there for two years, <coughs> told you I was sick. If you just go there for two years instead of the four year, you cut not that price in half, but you cut it probably close to thirty percent at least because of how cheap community college is. Where community college, you're just paying for. The classes do the same thing when you go to a four-year university and get your four-year degree. All right, now situation you go get your master's and or doctorate. Look, please be in a degree field where you actually need it. If you're not going to be a doctor or a lawyer, you're hard pressed to say that you need to go get your master's. Shout out to getting a master's in early education. Why do you need so much knowledge to teach small children? Right? It's different if you're going to be like a psychologist, but you're not. You're just, you're just a teacher or a principal. Like, why do you need all this education? To be an elementary school principal, what, what are you doing? The, the people here can barely read and write. You just really need to make sure nobody hurts themselves. But hey, I, I don't have that level of education. So as a master, I got my bachelor's. But, you know, speaking from, you know, what you need to know to work in a school. But I went to school. I went to college as well. Right. And I'm like, my goodness, you, need, you know how much? And then the amount of debt you take out for versus how much money you can make. Principals can't make a lot of money. But it's in general, even if you become a teacher. It's like, it's, how much did you pay for this? To not make a lot of money, right, on the back end. Teachers are in a position where they work for the state so they can get this PSLF. But as we can see, back to Amber Lee here, who was a librarian, again, work for the state. She didn't get that money. I And I that she said she couldn't afford it. Now, the question is not whether or not she couldn't, could or could not afford it. The question is, before your student loans went in for parents, what would your student loan payment slash were you making it? That should be the question. I don't care if you can afford it now because if it's more than what it previously was, and that makes sense. All right. And then wasn't the last time as well you applied for your um, excuse me, that you that you made a payment. 
Hey, she contacted Mohelia. She couldn't get anyone on the phone because Mohila is, is a mess right now. <clears throat> All of my wait, Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. All of her wait times were a hundred minutes. Well, you had the library, so never mind. What's really going on there? She said, I tried sending email messages and they went unanswered, but they did. Okay, Biden administration. Okay, they started student loans. Cool. March. Okay, we talked about that. And I'm trying to get better, y'all. You know, skimming through stuff. Still got the janky ass mouse. We're gonna get a new mouse this year. When this year, I don't know. But we're gonna get a new mouse. So far, the transition back to payments has proven painful, as Corey stated. I'm recording Flip Back podcast. Uh, for many borrowers who complain of long wait times, trying see they, they shouldn't need a wait time. They should have started their repayment smoothly, right? If everybody's calling in at Mohila, essentially, because I, I believe Mohila, nobody at client who has student loans at Mohila, I believe Mohila completely dropped dropped the ball on this. Errors with their bills, lost account information, and deny relief for which they believe they were eligible. Look, we keep telling you all about applying for this relief. Issues can have devastating impacts on household finances. Consumer advocates say, what? It don't let's be clear. If your payment was less than or equal to what it was before this forbearance, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have any issue. I mean, the fact that you can't make your payment, I guess, puts you in a better situation. And obviously, they're going to fix this. When does it get fixed? I don't know. Excuse me, but yeah. Being forced to make incorrect monthly payments places additional strain on borrowers' monthly finance and puts some in a position of being unable to keep up with their other bills. Yeah, if you're in a situation where you got a bill, your statement was um for your monthly payment was more than what it should be. The question is, could you have paid off your debt before they started back up? Because you had what? Was it 42 months? What's March to August? That's eight. That's 44. You had 44 months. You had almost a year. You had almost three and a half years. You did have three and a half years. Yeah, March to August. started back up in October. So it's March 2020 to September of 2023. No payments at all. So yes, you had. So that's six. Yes, yeah, so you had 42. You had three and a half years and no payments. Now, let's be clear. 42 is almost 60. Right, it's pretty close. Another 18 months. 60 is half of what you need for the public student loan forgiveness, even though not, people aren't getting it. But it's like, my goodness. Outstanding education debt, okay, $1.7 trillion. Average loan balance at graduation has tripled since the 90s, 30000 from 10000 Now, the question is, have income tripled? All right, anyways, around 7% of student loan borrowers are now more than $100,000 in debt. See, only 7%. So then we hear people complain about, like, it's like, then what people are going to say is, well, of that demographic, I mean, of that 7%, what's the demographic, right? So are certain people overexposed to this 100K? Some people were saying that for the up to 20K in forgiveness, there was a certain demographic, I believe it was white men, that were overexposed in that 40%. So it's like, does the degree you got pay you how much money you took out for in less than five years? If not, do not get that degree. Changes add uncertainty for service, okay? Carlina Rodriguez, director of the Education and Debt Consumer Assistance Program, nonprofit in New York, says she's never seen this kind of chaos in the student loan space before. I said Carlina. Carolina Rodriguez. Miss Rodriguez, I could have look. Services are having a very hard time getting people back into repayment. Rodriguez said, I bet they did. People haven't had to make payments for 42 straight months. What did you think was gonna happen? Is it gonna flip a switch? People have moved, and always I, I don't know if we'll see this, but how did their loans 
just restart? I mean, it was based off the old balance, the new balance. They haven't had to make this payment. Like, do they get a new interest rate? Like, all these different type of things. People might have refinanced to a new company. Like, there's all these different type of things. People got moved to a different loan service provider. All this information flowing. Then you just got to turn it right back on. Come on now. In the comments of times, federal student loan system is famously complicated. Right. There are some 12 plans for repaying your student loans, a web free a web of forgiveness options and a soup of wonky terms such as forbearance and deferment. This is what you need to do if you have student loans and you no longer want to have student loans. You pay them off. In a conversation, I could just not talk about student loans anymore, but people don't want to pay off their student loans. They want somebody else to do it for them and that's what happens. This is a loan service provider, by the way. This is a person with your information. And if they can't, if Mohila is struggling to just start repayments back, which is, by the way, as someone who holds, you know, debt, particularly student loan debt, you would think making it so that people can pay you back along with interest would be something you know how to do. And y'all want to make sure they keep track of your forgiveness payments, please, your qualifying payments, as they say. Excuse me. Student loan debt, again, $1.8 trillion almost. Okay, there's talking about changes to the lending system. Government has made all types of announcements. It's confusing people. I bet it is. Yeah, okay, the 20,000 forgiveness, that didn't occur. Okay, 2024 campaigns. This is going to be another talking point for President Biden when he runs. 12-month on-ramp. Yes, all these various things that they're doing to help you get your student loans back in some type of good standing or get your payments restored. All these different things they do to make sure you don't pay off your student loan debt. I believe one of my clients... Their student loan payment, they have around, they have less than 20000 I think their payment on the income base for payment plan is like $5. $5. Let's just say it's $10,000. If, let's just say it's $10,000 and no interest. That $20,000? So if they pay $5 on $10,000 a month, into 10,000. So it's going to take them 2,000 months, which is a hunt. Let me make sure I did this math right. Okay, that's 2,000 months and divide by 12. It's going to take them 166 years. Wait, how many months is that? It's going to take them. Uh, so you're going to die with the debt. By the way, when you die with the debt, the debt does go away. So they are going to make sure you don't have the debt anymore. You just got to die for. Now, if you got some money, I believe even with student loans, they're going to take what they can out of your assets. And then if you, there's still something left over from a debt standpoint, then that gets forgiven. All right. <clears throat> Flawed data affects save applicants. Yeah, borrowers have had trouble benefiting from this new repayment option called saving on a valuable education. Rodriguez said many borrowers are getting billed for different amounts than they expected. Here we go. She says she worked with a borrower who anticipated a monthly payment of $400, then got a bill for $2,000. Unreal. Five times? Five times is crazy. Hey, you're not saving that $1,600. They want that money. And let's be clear. You, you probably need to put the $2,000 towards your student loans so you can pay it off. Like This $400 is probably still going to put you in negative amortization or negative AM loan to where the payment you're making slash your minimum payment doesn't even satisfy the interest and therefore 
you make your payment, there's still interest sitting there along with the principal. You never pay any money towards the principal. And then when you get charged interest again, the interest accrues interest and then the principal as well, which in short is how compound interest is calculated. And in short, now you got compound interest working against you. So when you hear people talk about compound interest, investing, retirement accounts, tax for brokers, whatever it is, stock market, that compound interest that they're talking about that helps you build wealth, that is the same math, the same compound interest that is working against you when it comes to your student loans or any loan. If you are not making enough to satisfy the interest or there's interest outstanding, however you want to look at it. Some of you went deferment. It's now you got interest sitting there, which is one of the worst things you can do with student loans. I don't know all the worst things you can do, but you put it in deferment. Now you just got, hey, you don't have to make this payment. You're not penalized, quote unquote, for not making the payment. But you are penalized. You have all this interest that's accruing. Then you really look at your balance. You're like, dang, I got more interest than I did when I started. And I got more interest than in principal. And it's like, well, what'd you do? So I had in deferment for like a thousand years. It's like, well, that's why it's gonna take a thousand years to pay it off. All right. Problems with the save plan. Hundreds of thousands of borrowers affected are due to flawed data provided by the education department. <coughs> Here's one of the issues for the forgiveness that we're gonna the education department. <coughs> this is kicking my ass. The education department. I believe they were the ones that were going to execute the forgiveness. And so if you already had something set up with them, you didn't have to submit the information. When we talk about something like when we got the stimulus checks, when President Biden was, you know, who did, did his, and when President Trump was in office, those were just sent to you. Most people didn't have to do anything. It's because the Department of Treasury sent those out. And the Department of Treasury is over the IRS and the IRS. That's pretty much everyone's information, you know, assuming you're not, you know, doing a uh, tax avoidance. And so, excuse me, tax evasion. You can do tax avoidance, not tax evasion. I told you I'm getting, you know, I'm getting tired as long as you're not doing tax evasion. Saying all that to say the information that the education department has on a financial standpoint or accuracy of it is not the level that the treasury has. So, why would we think the education department was going to have enough information on people where they currently live at things of that nature Edu education department might have your parents address depending on when you know you apply for the student loan technically we live with your parents has been 10 15 this person is 36 might be 10 15 years since you updated your address whatever but at what point do you start to question the Biden administration is still contracting with mohelan services who have Financial incentives to do the wrong things. Yeah, in the student loan program, as Dave Ramsey says all the time, cognitive dissonance. Can't keep making student loans because even forgive them, the problem just resurface. Another issue is that some of the plan's features, including the most beneficial one to borrowers, a drop in payments by almost half, won't be available today. So even though they drop this plan, excuse my voice, Christ, even though they drop this plan, you got to wait to the summer to get your payment cut in half. So, hey, if they cut this 2000 and a half, at least it's 1000 Nah, it's supposed to be 200 for you because your payment's supposed to be 400 regardless, right? Many borrowers didn't realize this, experts say, because many borrowers aren't tuning in and checking in with people who are well-versed in the situation to actually see what stuff is about. Is your, oh, hey, we got this thing coming in. It's going to help you. You didn't ask them, hey, when is it going to help you? This is why I say poor people ask how much as far as the payment and Rich people ask, you know, what the total cost of it is. It's like, y'all don't even check in. You want to write your student loan debt. It's one thing to be well-versed in this information as far as student loans, how to get the forgiveness, 
and say you still want it cool. It's another thing saying, hey, I need help. But then when they say, hey, we're giving you help, you don't even know what the help is. People are not ready for this conversation. If you're someone who wanted help and you, you know, you want this feature, want this, this feature from the save plan, getting your payment cut in half, it's on you if you didn't know that was not going to take effect until summer 2024. And I'll, this is the one thing I always want to say about student loans. These people are not uneducated. These people should be some of the smartest people ever. They have a college education during this time period, during the modern day. I mean, my goodness, you got a master's in your doctor. And you tell me you didn't, you didn't read the save plan and realize that the half payment didn't start until summer 2024. Are you telling me you have a college degree and you want us to believe that you can't read? Maybe in America. Shout out to literacy right here. But this is the lack of, for a be, you know, better words, holding people's foot to the fire, feet to the fire. Why do we give people and everyone who has student loan debt, who has student loan debt, doesn't have um, a degree? But why are we giving people who at least went to college and a majority of these people who are talking about their student loan debt, complaining with the forgiveness, have a degree or might even have multiple degrees? Why do we get them a pass on lack of comprehension, the inability to understand data statistics from a public student loan forgiveness standpoint, where you have not even a 5% chance to get it? The pass that we give people with student loan debt who have a college education is unreal. It's insane. It's literally insane. Department is working closely with student loan service to ensure that they are okay doing something. Okay, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get a fix. And this is October. For safe payment plan issues, the department directed services to notify affected borrowers and put them into an administrative forbearance. This happened to my client. She's got put into this situation. She's got, all right, you're back in forbearance again. Until they were able to calculate the correct payment amount. What does this mean? Why didn't you have it calculated? See, Mohila, they asked was too busy. Well, they weren't in court, but they was too busy trying to make sure the whole forgiveness didn't occur. Now, when it's time for the forgiveness not to occur and these payments start back up, they messing up. Who is this? Who is Sarah Clough? Oh, here we go. Still some borrowers. <laughs> Told you I don't read these articles ahead of time. They're struggling to even access a new option. Early October, Sarah tried to contact her student loan service to Nelnet to apply for the safe plan under the program. Borrowers' payments are calculated based on their household size and income. And Clough had a number of questions. She recently got married and is now pregnant. She want to know if the baby counts, even though she's pregnant. What's your view on pro-life versus pro-choice, man? <laughs> Joke. Anyways, <clears throat> her original bill is 483. That's about the average. Average is like 300 or something. That was due on October 20. She said she wasn't, that wasn't affordable to her. See, this is what I hate about these articles. What was her payment? Depending on, she she's 28. So, yeah, so she, she likely, because she's 28 now, so I mean, three years ago before the pandemic almost four years now, because 2024, she likely had graduate college already. She went right at the high school and graduated, you know, four years, five years. But if we're saying that it's 483 that was due in October, what was it before? What was your old payment? What was your old payment? And were you in deferment, even though your old payment was less than or equal to this amount? Because obviously this is higher than her last payment. She wasn't making the payment. And obviously this new one, that's more expensive than our car payment. Why do you have a car? Too much debt. How many car payments you got, Sarah? Anyways, she was on hold for two and a half hours. Yeah, my wife tried to call the VA. She called her. She's talking about she was number 30-something in line. 
So you just wait. She called again. She's like 20-something, but it was moving way faster. Anyways, by the way, when my wife got through to the VA, they still said they had an issue with their system. What? She was on hold for two and a half hours with Nelnet and then was disconnected, disconnected before she could speak. That's why I my wife. She's the federal government. <clears throat> before she could speak with a representative, she said she called back and was on hold for an hour. She called back again. Communication is very lack. Hey, this, you pregnant, Sarah. This stress might not be good for you right now. I mean, stress is not good for pregnant women, but you know, hey, you might want to just hold off on this. Communication is very lacking. She said, as you can imagine, our message system, services face challenges going into a repayment surge. Right, because everybody's student loans just went on pause, and now everybody's student loans got to start back up. Right, exactly. Student, the changes in the space over the last three years that servicers are dealing with, they didn't have to make payments for three years, or then they weren't servicing anybody essentially for three years. Now, all of a sudden, you got all these changes when it surrounds student loans and they got an influx of issues and issues just being things they have to deal with, not good or bad. 60 million borrowers <coughs> roughly were transferred. This is insanity. How many people have student loans? <coughs> oh my God. It's almost 45 million people have student loans. So over a third of people had got a new service during the pandemic. That is unreal. That's insane. Insane. That over a third of people who had student loans got a new servicer. Right, like several services dropped out of business probably because they wasn't getting no payments. They living off that interest. As I said, the bar, yes, it was less profitable because they weren't making any payments. <clears throat> okay, letter went out in September. Okay, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, deeply worried about your preparing. Why wouldn't why wouldn't they? You guys kept saying it's going to get pushed back, not pushed back. I mean, all these different pushbacks. All right, in January, NoNet made deep cuts. Oh no, they made deep cuts to his staff. Cool. These reductions would significantly impact our ability to rapidly ramp back up for a return to payment. Here's why I'm confused. Not as if now I'm not confused on the fact that it'd be an issue to restart, but wouldn't they have? I mean, was it the end of 2021? Well, I don't believe it was the end of 2020 when the first extension happened. It might have been, but whenever the first extension happened, why weren't they prepared then? I know the first extension wasn't announced in 2022. Okay, so that means it happened sometime in 2021 because Trump had an extension and he wasn't in office then. President Trump did an extension. So they essentially had all of 2022 and damn near all of 2023 because the payments didn't restart until October of 2023. Almost two years to prepare for this restart. And we had what, four or five different pump fakes as far as, yeah, we're about to restart, you know, in a couple of days. Yeah, we're about to restart. and still not ready. And then y'all want to keep and then y'all want to hope these people keep track of your ability to no longer generate money for them. Remember, when you get your student loans forgiven, they're not seeing in this money no more. It gets wiped off the books. I believe these services aren't seeing any money because now it's taxpayers to put that. Or maybe are, are they seeing the money, but they still want that interest. They still want your your um, student loans on the hook for the life of the loan. Then on top of that, considering the fact that some of y'all are going to never pay these jokers off, they get that interest indefinitely. Okay, though we were attempting to rehire many of the customer service agents whose employment were 
Now they're talking about they fire people and try to get them back. What? They will not be able to hire the staff needed for the repayment surge. Oh my goodness. Servicers have indeed been given a hard task. Still a long wait times. Okay, long wait times. Oh my. All my wait times are over 100 minutes. Yeah, you got 16 million people calling. How many people are having an account and know that? Let me see this. How many student loans does know that service? <clears throat> Talking about $4 billion, not give me a number on how many actually people. Regardless, my, my guess is they're somewhere in the millions. I know for 100,000 is for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're somewhere in the millions. Definitely Mohila is. Wish they could chalk it up in incompetence. But at what point do you start a question? Okay, Biden administration. Okay, Jane Fox, Legal Aid Society. Chapter chair of the Association of Legal Aid Attorneys in New York said the main issue with the federal student loan system is that servicers are paid a fee per borrower, which leaves them little insensitive to resolve the, little insensitive to resolve the issues or deliver on promised debt relief. They're not interested in getting you forgiven sooner. If they're not interested in you getting forgiven sooner, then why would they make sure that your qualified payments that they're tracking for you are, are actually qualified? Remember, the federal government is the one who does this forgiveness. So they are the one who says whether or not you made a qualifying payment. Not your servicer. Does that make sense? If you can't go to a .gov and see what your qualifying payments are, I wouldn't trust it. All right, here we go. Okay, some uh, uh, Buchanan. Okay, blamed many of the current issues of the services on the funding limitations of the government. What? We look forward to being able to add additional resources whenever the government chooses to invest more in customer service for their borrowers. Yeah, so there, there, there only needs to be but so much invested in customer service. Put it like this. Instead of investing more money into customer service from the government side, why don't they just put that towards the student loans? Okay, this restart could leave lasting financial scars. Partly in anticipation of these issues, the Biden administration promised federal student loan borrowers that they'll be spared most, 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 not all, most of the penalties of Mr. Late payments until September 30th, 20. Good God. A whole year through his 12 month on ramp, right? Yet is uncertain if borrowers are even able to rely on this relief. What? Okay, they're talking about people on properly trained. I wonder if these people have degrees. Do the people who are customer service for these student loan companies, do they also have student loans as well? Or if you go and work for the student loan company and your student loan is with them, should they forgive your student loan? Or should they just not pay you until your student loan is repaid? You work for free for two, three, four, five, six years. These customer service reps don't make it a lot. 
if they can reach the customer, the, the servicer to begin with, they don't know about the on-ramp, okay? Meanwhile, this is back to Amber Lee, the librarian, tries to get the student loan forgiveness to which she's entitled. Her account, now entitled is a bad word. Her account is showing up as past due. I bet it is. They said we need this money and you ain't paying to us. During her calls to Mohila, they warn her that they're trying to collect a debt. Uh, yeah, I know I have debt with you. What? This is especially worrying to her because she's currently trying to assume the mortgage on her house after a divorce. Oh, Lord. Now we get into you get divorced and now you try to pay for the mortgage after you get divorced. You might need to sell that. <coughs> how much you got? How much equity y'all think? If she's assuming the mortgage for after she this says after divorce, it sounds like the house might be hers now. And since she didn't sell it, she might not have to divvy up some equity. Or she might, you know, she might have to pay him, buy him out. Regardless, how much equity y'all think she got in the house? Y'all think it's enough to pay off her student loans? And since her student loans are put in her worst financial situation, maybe never mind. She might need to sell the house. My credit is good. And I don't want a negative mark. Oh, Lord. How much are you going to keep taking out? That That's it? Shout out to Amber Lee. My credit is good. I don't want a negative mark. remark. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. Let's get into how many people. Amber Lee, I guess, isn't one of these people. Neither is Sarah. Actually made their student loan payment. Here we go. Now we're going to CNN. And we got what matters. Wait, oh, no. I'm like, what is this? Oh, thank you. There we go. I'm like, yo, where is it at? God dang ads. Nearly 9 million student loan borrowers missed their first payment after pandemic pause ended. I want to be clear. It's almost 20%. It is 20%. It's 45 million people, roughly, with student loans. 9 million, yeah, it's 20%, roughly. This is by Kate, Katie Labosco. This will be, a, we should wrap this up pretty quickly. Oh, it's a three-minute three, three read. But hey, we're talking about student loans. Y'all know me. Nearly 9 million people missed their first student loan payment after pandemic-related pause ended this fall. That means roughly 40% of the 22 million borrowers who had bills due in October did not. So out of all the borrowers, <clears throat> it's around 20%. But we're talking about 40% of the people who had a bill due in October. They didn't make payments by mid-November, so 45 days late, roughly, depending on when their payment was due. Could just be a day late, you know, a couple of days late. Bringing so many borrowers back into repayment at the same time was expected to be a challenge. New data is the first glimpse to how many people may be struggling to afford their student loan bills after their three-plus year freeze. Again, I talked about the, I believe it was a white paper, but the article, or the information that is out there saying when student loans are put into this forbearance, Due to the panorama, people went and took out more debt. They didn't use that payment to put themselves in a better situation financially. They went and took out more debt. All right. For comparison, fewer than 26 of borrowers missed their payment in October 2019 before the pause went into effect. But borrowers who missed payments through September 2024 won't face significant. So here's the issue. What do you mean won't face? I don't want to face anything at all if the reason me paying you is messed up is due to you and your lack of ability to figure out how I'm supposed to pay you. I don't want to face any penalties. They won't face significant penalties. In fact, I got to face the penalty at all and I ain't do anything. Shout out to sports. If I ain't do nothing, why are we getting penalized? 
thanks to an imagine in sports, you get a penalty, they say, Oh, you didn't do nothing, but we still gonna penalize you. What? Thanks to an on ramp period, okay. The on ramp period, this on ramp period is because of this issue. During that period, borrowers won't be reported as delinquent or in default to the three national credit bureaus. At least, Pete, do these people really need good credit? Because the one thing about credit, as far as your credit score is, you know, it's your utilization, you don't have utilization rate on your student loans, but for your utilization score to get as much as you want for to impact your credit score, you need to pay it down. You need to have less debt. You don't need to have any anything on your revolving debt, whether it be credit cards, lines of credit, whatever it is. So these people, they don't know about that when it comes to student loans, but most borrowers have already made their first payment. Others will need, will need more time, right? 60% made their payment, right? Some are confused or overwhelmed about their options. Under Secretary of Education, yeah, this needs to be a space house. Under Secretary, <coughs> James Caval wrote in a big blog post. Oh, this says Under Secretary of Education. I guess a second in command, like Vice President. Mr. Mr. James Caval is doing a blog post explaining Friday the new repayment figures. It may take some time. For bars to figure out right how much they oh why that's gonna take time you're supposed to be told that by your servicer if i owe you money why does it take time for you to tell me how much i owe it may take time for some bars to figure out how much they owe each month and how to fit that payment back into their budget after the long pause no it should not they've been on a budget the last 42 flipping months they should be pretty damn good at it some may want to enroll in a different repayment plan to reflect possible change to their financial situation okay Shout out to Jane Doe. This is why she got out of all the license. That's a Maryland license for y'all to know. Millions of borrowers have a different student loan servicer than they did before. Okay, we talked about that. Okay, the errors, which we talked about as well. Better borrowers are not required to make the October payment because when error could get detected again. So essentially, this is saying what the total amount of people in the October article that we just went over on CNBC, how many people were actually impacted by that. So we're talking about 16 million people got a new servicer and 9 million people didn't make their payment. We're talking about over half the people possibly that got a new service service provider didn't make a new pay a new, uh, their payment at all. Okay, Mohila, here we go. I look for a number. Oh, I didn't mean to click on that. Oh, let me get it back, y'all. My apologies. Here we go. They're saying for Mohila, they failed to send 2.5 million borrowers their bills on time. 2.5 million is insane. These borrowers were placed in forbearance, and the government withheld 7.2 million from Mohila as punishment. They didn't punish Mohila when it came to forgiving all these student loans. They helped them out there. Additionally, a Supreme Court, though, estimated 305,000 people initially. So Mohila, Mohila went over 25% of the people. 305,000 people initially received federal student loan bills with the wrong amount. My goodness. Many were chargers, charges, chargers, charges, 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 charges higher than they should be when payments resume. Those errors were not specific to a certain student loan service. Okay, so everybody's dealt with that issue as far as higher payments and what they should be. There are millions of borrowers who have had their federal student loan debt wiped away since the payment pause went into effect in 2020. Yes, yeah, so I the Biden administration has been forgiving a lot of people, but again, we're talking about 132 billion we're saying here versus almost two trillion. Okay, so you know, nothing. All right. 
talking about the promise that was made. Cool. Cancellations have come through. All right, programs have been cancellations. Public sector workers, people defrauded by, okay, for-profit people. Shout out to ICDC. Was that one of the people? If they weren't, my bad. Don't sue me, sue your mama. Furthermore, the Biden administration launched a new student loan repayment plan to make it easier for borrowers to return to payment. We don't want to make it easier for borrowers to return to payment. We want to make it easier for borrowers to pay off their student loans themselves. Because that's what needs to happen. This is why I don't like owing debt. I don't have time for you to mess up how much I owe. Then I got to get into some forbearance, need the government step, and I got to sue. All these various things. I don't I don't want to owe anybody any money besides, you know, the utility company. That's because I can't pay them ahead of time. When they tell me how much I owe them when it's due, they get that and it's on automatic anyway. So they can, you know, when it's due, it's due. But my goodness, income-driven repayment plan known as the worst thing, known as SAVE, one of the income-driven income driven repayment plans is likely the most generous payment option for low income borrowers. Here's the thing. At what point in time do people with a college degree need to no longer fall into the low income borrowers because they're in a degree field or have a degree and thus that field when they actually into the job market is a low income earning field. At what point in time are we going to say maybe outside of teachers? And people believe teachers should get paid more, but they get paid via our taxes. That's the other conversation. But let's just draw, exclude teachers. Why do college degrees lead to low-income fields? Shout out to our social workers. Got to get a master's for that. <clears throat> Why are we having that conversation? Why are these people with degrees in low-income earning fields? It allows them to make smaller monthly payments. It's going to put them in a negative AM loan, which means they're probably never going to pay off this damn loan. They're going to keep complaining about the forbear. I mean, the forgiveness. But hey, you remain in good standing, so your credit does not get destroyed. But then you're going to complain about how hey, you got a delay in starting a family or getting married or can't get a house, all these other things because you got this debt. Then when I say hey, why don't you pay the debt off? You don't want to pay the debt off. Well, if you're not going to pay off your student loans, why would I believe you're going to pay off your mortgage? Oh, okay. Y'all do know if you die with your... <clears throat> if you die with debt, not all, but... Or not mo not um everybody, but it's more likely than not that any assets that you have, those are going to be paid first before your family gets it. First, they got to pay off your debtors. And if you got a negative net worth, so you have more in debt than you do in assets, whoever you have set up to inha no, inherit your assets or your estate, they're not going to see any of that. If you die with debt and you have money, any type of money, that money got to go to the debtors. You got $500,000 in total debt. You got $100,000 in assets. Your, your children don't get to see that $100K. Whoever that debtor is or debtors that can be satisfied with $100K dollars, Hundred K, hundred thousand dollars. Hundred K dollars is right. Hundred thousand dollars, hundred K. Anyways, plus unpaid interest does not accrue. Ooh, and that's what they like. No unpaid interest, which is one of the changes I was fight saying that people should fight for is don't don't get the forgiveness. The forgiveness was the forty two months of no payments, no penalties, not making a payment, no interest. That was the forgiveness. Forty two months of that consecutively. But if you really want to be able to make some progress, the primary thing that people should be asking for who want this forgiveness, instead of forgiveness, say, hey, no more interest. 
no more interest. And then if you do want to fight for forgiveness, the second thing, the primary thing you fight for is no more interest on student loans. So we can get out of a negative AM loan and I can see when I'm going to pay this off. The second thing you should fight for, and this will go in tandem with the first thing as far as no interest is, whatever I graduated with, if I graduated with 50K, if I've already paid back $50,000, get that forgiven. And then if I haven't paid $50,000 back yet, once I hit that mark, say I'm at 40K, regardless of how much I owe left in principal and interest on my total balance, once I pay back $50,000, I'm good. Those would be the two things that you should be fighting for if you actually want this forgiveness, quote unquote, not for it all to get wiped away, but for people who unfortunate situation where, hey, they're in a negative and loan and they've paid back more than they graduated with or they've been making the minimum payment is hundreds of dollars. But still, since negative and they haven't made a dent, a single penny towards the principal. There has to be some type of relief to them. As far as that's what you should be wanting and fighting for. Not that, hey, just get it all forgiven. Because some of y'all, again, there are some people in this situation where they haven't paid any money towards their student loans. And by getting no interest and, hey, I just pay back what I graduated with, that puts the people who haven't made any payments towards their student loans saying, hey, you thought you're not going to pay this at all? You haven't made a single penny as far as the payment towards your student loans? You got to pay at least what you know you took out in debt. Your school cost 50K. You got to at least pay the 50K. We're not going to make you pay the interest back. That puts the people who have paid more than what they graduated with or are going to, puts them in a good situation as far as holding them accountable and they're still going to pay for what they graduated with. And then holds the people who have not paid any money towards the student loans at all, holds them accountable. Like, look, you just got to pay off what you graduated with. No interest, but my God, you was trying to not pay no money? Nah, you got college degree. You can't be this dumb. Anyways, unpaid interest on the safe plan. If a borrower makes a full payment monthly, no unpaid interest accrues on the safe plan if a borrower makes a full monthly payment. That means a borrower's balance won't increase even if the monthly payment doesn't cover the interest accumulated. So the interest is still going to accumulate. All right. Well, the same doesn't accrue, but to my knowledge, it still, it still does accrue. Right, right, right. So... This is saying if you're in a negative AM loan, so let's say interest was $100, you made a $50 payment. So you made $50 to the payment, interest always gets satisfied first, and so there technically be $50 in interest still sitting there, and say you got a $10,000 principal balance, you took out $10,000 in student loans. With a safe plan, that $50 that's left in interest, that's just not going to be there, and you're still going to have $10,000 in principal. So you're still not going to put any money towards the principal. You're, st you're still not doing it. So they're saying, hey, you're still going to have the student loan debt. My goodness. All right, and that's it, y'all. All right, locked and loaded. End of the okay, good. We coming, we coming in under an hour. Bless the Lord. Look, Jordan flu game. Let me sip my water real quick. As we wrap up, I want to be very, very clear. Pay off your freaking student loans. This is a mess. I told y'all I was gonna be a mess. Now we get a year for this on-ramp stuff. Now people are in a situation with the save plan where hey. Even if there's outstanding interest, if you make your payment, that interest is going to go away. And you notice how they didn't say, but your principal is still going to be what it's going to be, meaning you're actually not going to pay down your loan. We talk about this public student loan forgiveness. Amberly had 125 qualifying payments. Still didn't get it. Still got sent a bill. All these various things. At some point in time, you have to make a decision to take control of your life. If you choose not to do that, 
I prefer the explanation of why we need to pay in taxes and have our elected officials deal with the situation. <clears throat> now, people who went for like for profits and essentially they were scammed, that's one thing. You can say the whole student loan situation situation is a scam. Okay, cool. Right. I'm not I'm not gonna fight with you so much on that, but you know, at some point in time, I've already said this before. Shout out to my soundboard that I don't have. I've already said this before. People who have student loans attended some college and or graduated. Why do we continue? What makes us continue? How do we continue? When do we start continuing? Where do we get off by continuing? How are we continuing? What, who, what, where, when, why, and how? I think I did the five W's and H, but I didn't. Whose dog is this? Who are these niggas? Who is continuing to let people who went to college and graduated from college with at least one degree, and if not two or more masters and or doctorate, get away with this ignorance and competence? And again, for me, if we were going to do a flat-out forgiveness, one, I'm pro doctors and lawyers. Doctors and lawyers. Actually, no, excuse me, doctors. Not people who have a doctorate. I'm talking about MDs, people who are actually medical professionals. If you are a brain surgeon, I don't want you to be stressed out about your student loan debt. I have no issue paying more in taxes, so you are not stressed out about finances. And your finances probably might be stressing you out from a marriage standpoint as well. Now you, now my brain surgeon is having issues in this marriage. Now he's not having no sex, or she, right? They're not having no sex, and now I got to deal with a stressed out brain surgeon who's struggling. Nah, nah, my brain surgeon, if I, no, nah, I'm not praying never have brain surgery, but you, you get what I'm saying. We need our medical professionals to definitely even though they, most of them have a high income, and in theory they should be able to pay it off, as well as them could if they just continue to live for a couple of years in the situation they were in before you know they had this income. That would be a case where I'm like, okay. And the other thing is, if we did a mass forgiveness, it would be just for bachelor degrees. Your masters and doctors should not get forgiven. The main thing when we talk about student loan forgiveness in mass for everybody is that, in short, it's predatory because not everybody, but most people were under the age of 18 when they applied for this debt. And so now we're saying we have minors who were involved in the situation. And so now the government needs to step in. But that's just for bachelors. Unless you're in one of these situations where, you know, you graduated high school extremely early. And so you got your master's and or doctor before you turned 18, which in this case, you definitely shouldn't get your student loans forgiven because you are highly intelligent. For your master's and doctorate, you had you have a college degree and you have debt. And now for some reason you want us to say who, what, where, when, why, and how to give you some type of leniency on, yeah, you, you didn't know you, you, you had your, your bachelor's degree debt. I know you went and got your master's and or doctor. So you still have to make those payments. But that's the one thing. Shout out to the people who set themselves up. I'm going to keep going to school. I'm going to make that my payment. You want to keep taking out more debt. Now you're going to have more debt to pay. You got a master's and or doctorate. You should be some type of educated. So you should have some type of understanding when it comes to how this student loan situation works. However, now I think about it, a lot of people get a master's and doctorate. They're not in the STEM-related fields. And so they probably actually don't have a good grasp on just math in general, let alone data statistics. So not that you get a pass, but it makes sense. Your ass actually probably doesn't do too well in math. And so now I can see what you actually complain about. Hey, I need my student loans for getting new student loans. You know, you got a degree in, as they say, left-handed puppetry. I'm not going to mention, you know, a degree, so I don't get in trouble about saying a particular degree field. But you got a degree in something that is never even going to earn you what you're kicking out. 
in a single year, should I say. You might earn it at some point in time, you know, over the course of your life, but you're not going to earn this in one year. If at no point in time you will earn in one year or have the potential, should I say, to earn in one year what you're paying for your degree, you should not get a degree bump if, you know, you're going to make it in five years, whatever. This is just general number I'm saying because the degree field I'm in. But if you're in a situation where at no point in time you will make this amount of money in a year you're paying for this degree, what makes you continue to go into that field and take out debt for it? You want to pay cash? Somebody else paying for it? Cool. Do what you want with your money. But the student loan debt from the federal government is taxpayer money. All right. So now we all get an opinion about it. Don't get me started when people say you don't have an opinion on certain things out here and they want our elected officials to make a decision. Then you say, hey, you don't get an opinion because this, that, and third. It's like, wait, you got my elected senator, congressman, or woman, whoever it is, spending their time on this. I got to say so. That's, that's you know, my right to vote. We won't get to talk about how that's racist when they say, hey, you don't get an opinion on this. You're not in this situation. How are you going to tell me I don't get an opinion? And this is at the federal level, right? People talk about that sometimes, right? With men, don't mention to have a say so. How is a white person you gonna tell me I don't have a say so on abortion? That's racist. I'm black. This this is this is my right to vote. You got my senator and my congressperson spending time on this. I, I get a say so on this now. Now, if you want to do it at your state level and it's not the state of Maryland where I live at, that's cool. I don't get no say so. You kick it up to the federal level, I get an opinion on all issues. Now, whether that can go, my opinion, another thing, but I gotta just go whoever your senator. Your senators are senators and your congressperson is for your district. You can contact them or whoever's supposed to contact, you know, whoever, because they probably not answering that email. You can contact them and say, hey, I don't like this when it comes to student loans. Or I don't like this when it comes to abortion, whatever the issue is. Then people going to say, you're not, you're not allowed to have an opinion. No, not the federal level. I don't know who lied and told you all that. And yes, I said when if, if, if a white person is a black person, I'm going to tell that's racist. So you're suppressing my right to vote. You want to have a conversation. All right, y'all. End of the episode. Look, Money Mindset, Season 1, Episode 1. I told y'all we're talking about these student loans. I told y'all, even though this is still the same thing as Walk Wednesdays, the episodes, even though, see, even though I had a Jordan flu, Jordan did crazy on this flu game. LeBron still go. Anyways, even though, well, LeBron got some more stuff done. Kareem still go. Anyways, I told y'all we're coming in with that heat. Episodes might end up being longer, but I'm going to start breaking them down and releasing more frequently as far as on YouTube. And then on top of that, I'm going to be recording more. And so information get out to you guys quicker as well. All right. But before we wrap up, y'all know what to do. If you ain't comment, like, share, subscribe. You watched the whole video and didn't comment. You watched the whole video and didn't like. You watched the whole video and didn't subscribe. You watched the whole video and didn't do nothing. You just watched the whole video and ran up, you know, the watch time. I appreciate that. But comment, like, share, and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. All right, y'all. Jordan, as well as myself, our information can be found in the description. All right. That's it, y'all. I'm going to let y'all get out of here. Remember to say more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.